excuse me. <laughs> Listener, you'll notice that's almost very similar to how this episode starts. A bodily function followed by the polite uh, phrase, excuse me. Yep. Welcome to this week's uh, episode of Cineman. Welcome yep. back, Rather. Episode of Cineman. It's funny. Got a special treat in store for you. We're Actually, we don't. What are the worst movies ever made, but Terrible. we barely talk about it. But you didn't, will hear... Didn't didn't, didn't uh, the director get, like, intimidated by uh, Sean Connery or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think there was, like... Uh, you can, I think you can hear us talk about some fun facts on Yeah, the, just on listen the to it. But, uh, yeah, there's... Like, Sean Connery really screwed the pooch on this one, dude. He's like, I didn't get The Matrix, and I didn't get Lord of the Rings. So, uh... But I better take took, League of Extraordinary. this and Highlander. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Highlander's badass, yeah. There yeah. can be only one. You'll notice many weeks in the future that we watched uh, Highlander. Uh, and that is because we're speaking to you from the future, 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 future. On a moving bus, on a moving bus, on a moving Movie bus. bus? On a movie bluff, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, make Still sure. Funny, yeah, it, dude, it really is. Make sure that you uh, spay <clears throat> your cats. <laughs> I meant to say pay, but I said spay. Bob Hope. Make sure you pay special attention to uh, the beer we talk about. I think we talked about Meg the Terry Porter. Yeah, <laughs> because it was at the time uh, it was uh, helping fund Dornbecker's Children's Hospital. That's it's right. not the case anymore. Right now, we're going to talk to you about Mega Monster, the India Barley Wine, and God damn it, John, is it delicious. It's pretty tasty. Uh, John has a theory about infinite IBUs. Well, I don't have a theory. It's science. <laughs> you still think the Earth is flat, don't you? <laughs> That's called round Earth theory. Flat Earth theory? <laughs> round Earth theory. Science is just a bunch of theories, bro. Hilarious. Actually, you're not wrong. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> Often, I think I'm right when I say things. Most of the time, actually. Sometimes I am wrong, but I think I'm right. No, that's never happened. Anyways, fuck, we're basically podcasting here. Tell them about the infinite IBUs. It's delicious. They're delicious. Mega Monster by Gilgamesh Brewing. Making a beer for everyone, even you, you sloppy motherfucker. So get on down to Gilgamesh Brewing. And visit GilgamesBrewing.com for more information. Uh, Rhett was, was rude for a minute there. We don't think less of you for any reason. I don't think... It, look, I don't think there's anything wrong with you, sloppy motherfucker. But you're drunk, and you like free shit. So listen to our podcast, and then go buy a beer. Because we gave you this podcast. You can take the money you saved, and you can go buy a beer. We can only calculate how much money people are saving by now. <laughs> <laughs> We can probably cost him like a hundred grand a year. <laughs> yeah. Mental anguish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mental health. Uh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, fuck it. I don't got anything else to talk about. Uh, uh, this uh, episode is a fucking grab bag surprise as, mu- as far as we're concerned. Here it is. It's League of Extraordinary... The- <laughs> <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen starring Sean Connery. Red just spilled a martini on me. <laughs> It was a gin and tonic, you dumb fuck. The other hand. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, right. I'm still drinking the gin and tonic. How could I forget? Anyway, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, part one. Stay tuned next week for part two. And uh, and look forward to some more fun stuff that we got coming your way. We'll let you know when it comes up. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. 
It's Cinnamon, the spiciest movie podcast. Excuse me. <laughs> Welcome to Cinnamon, the spiciest movie podcast on the internet. On the internet. I am one of your hosts, Rhett. I'm the other one, John. And uh, today we got, I always say this, like it's brand new. I was thinking about this the other day. Every time we started, I'm like, and today we got a special treat for you. As if it's like way better than last week. <laughs> no, no. But every right. week I say it. <laughs> they keep on getting better and better. Yeah, do they? I think so. I mean, dude, uh, wait, let's see. What are some of the other ones we've done? I mean, Conan is at the bottom of the barrel. Then no, it's not the bottom of the barrel. I Blade I, <laughs> is at the top. <laughs> yet to hear Blade, but it's probably pretty good. Blade's pretty good. Bullet was one of our best episodes. I liked Bullet, but I think the Stormtrooper, Storm- Starship Troopers. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, I, I mean I by love, far. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so good. It's so hilarious. Oh, I do like some of the. I I liked the uh, first one we did for. Um, uh, that Vincent Price. Uh, oh, the bo- abominable Doctor. Yeah, Fives. the first fives was actually legit. Yeah, that was. That was good. That was cool. Well, uh, okay, so we got something <laughs> that's on par for what we normally do. Uh, <laughs> we'll be honest; it's just gonna suck. It is an amazing movie from mm-hmm. the director of Blade. We just found <laughs> out, starring Sean Connery. It's called The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Excuse me. I've seen the movie once, but I don't remember anything about it. I've seen it a handful of times. It's like a team movie. A team movie? It's like an as- assemble your team. Like yes, Ocean's Eleven. Exactly. That's exactly what kind of movie it is. And it's awesome. They're fighting Nazis. Nice. A uh, Nazi super scientist. <laughs> <laughs> a plot we've seen before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, let's just fucking hit play then. And All right. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to lean back a bit. Get a little comfier. Me as well. Whoop, 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 whoop. I did it close to the mic just to see it, what it looked like. <laughs> John, let's talk a little bit about what we're drinking today from Gilgamesh Brewing. It's the Terry Porter. Yes, the, the delicious beer. It is made in conjunction with uh, X uh, Blazer Point Guard Terry Porter. Yep, yep. He was a heck of a football player, right? Basketball, John. Basketball. I'm a big sports fan. Uh, real quick, the great nations of Europe sharing an uneasy peace in 1899. <laughs> For hundreds of years, wars have been fought with the same weapons. Uh, Single shot rifles, cavalry, century or, is soon to horse-drawn, new-age dawns. Anyway, so the Terry Porter. Uh, it's a porter. It's delicious. And uh, Terry Porter is making this with Gilgamesh. Um, in support of Dorn Becker's Children's Hospital. They do a good job up there. They do. And uh, so every time that you buy some Terry Porter beer, uh, money is donated to Dorn Becker's Children's Hospital. Um, so go ahead and, and get out to Gilgamesh. Go to your say. local tap house that serves it. Get some Terry Porter. Um, support one of your favorite blazers in history. Um, 
and Dornbecker's Children's Hospital. Yep, they, like I say, they do a fantastic job. I know of uh, one, I think she's one, one and a half or two. She had a really bad fever for, oh, a couple days. You don't have to shout at it. <laughs> Look at that. I didn't mean to do that. I leaned forward more than I was expecting. Anyway, I mean, she you, had, can really, you can lounge, just talk a little louder. She had a fever for a couple of days, and they took care of her within two days. Good. That's right. Yeah. Very good. good. Very good. No, they are a great hospital, and uh, I think uh, some of their uh, charities that they've some of, some of the money that's been raised for Dornbeckers before, I think maybe even particularly by Terry Porter, uh, has helped um, over five hundred families. Um, I believe it. 500 families keep their children for like a total of like, I don't know, a few thousand nights, maybe. Um, oh. Yeah, so. This is like cool, hanging out. Okay. Um. So either way, donations for Dornbeckers has really helped a lot of uh, a lot of families out. So uh, we're uh, particularly proud to be drinking this uh, Terry Porter tonight, isn't that right, John? We are absolutely delicious stuff. Uh, here, listen to me slurp it on the on the microphone. <sighs> Pretty tasty. Does it almost have like a milky consistency? Don't forget, smart John. <laughs> Well, a good porter does. No, it doesn't. Shut your mouth. We've, we've talked about this. You do this to me every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Centennial Hops. They wet hop it, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, so far in the movie, there's a tank driving through a bank. And it ran over a person. Mm-hmm. Oh, guy in a crazy mask. Awesome. Yep, guy with a crazy robe and crazy hair. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm like not talking. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, there's like a blimp on fire. Anyway, John, so, uh, <laughs> how's work? It's going pretty good. Going pretty good. Winter's, winter's slowly giving way to spring, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Everything's going for you? Oh, you know, they're picking up. The holidays were a little slow for me, um... Yeah. But, uh, yeah, things are going good, you know, got a bunch of different work I'm doing, so. Oh, Alan Moore wrote this. Who's Alan Moore? He's the same guy who wrote The Watchmen. Really? Yeah. So maybe, this was probably a graphic novel. Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay, okay. That's what it said, based on the graphic novel. Oh, you learn something new every day, had no idea. Now they really butchered this. (laughs) (laughs) But Alan Moore's really pleased. (laughs) Why should this one be any different from any of our other podcasts? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're movie bus. <laughs> we're movie bus? We're a movie bu- we're a moving bus. No, 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 no. We're a bus that people get on to watch movies. Movie bus. <laughs> uh, you're so proud of yourself for that joke. Movie buffs. But we look on IMDb all the time. We're movie bluffs? <laughs> yes, we're movie bluffs. We're bluffs where you go to watch movies on? No, we're bluffing about movies. 
Um, I like the movie bus idea. That could go somewhere. <laughs> no, think about it. Because a bus goes places. <laughs> you missed your own joke. Because <laughs> I'm being serious. So the deal is, if you got to take a bus to, let's say, Seattle, what is that, a three-hour ride? Don't they have movies on buses? It's going to be like a four-hour bus ride to Seattle. Two movies. You have to sit there anyway. Why not watch a movie? But do you charge more? Because buses already cost like the same as like a plane it's ticket. It's a premium bus ticket. Bus rides already cost the same as a plane ticket. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Well, there's no security. Oh, yeah, great. And the seats are so comfortable for 15 hours. <laughs> That's why we would put movie theater seats in it. It would be a movie bus. Recliners. The, the back of it would be the theater. And you, so... So, here's the back of the bus. That would be the screen. And then you have seats, kind of like this. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. You could even, I Are mean. Are you just humoring me right now? Are you serious? Because <laughs> I want to go into business. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. No, I was actually going to give you some legitimate ideas, and then you're like, Are you even serious? I'm like, This is my serious face. <laughs> you got me convinced about a movie bus. We're doing it. So, um. Gotta find an old bus first. No. Get a new bus. New bus? We can get financing. This is a good enough idea, but we can get a bank to loan us some money. You're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we can even cut down a few seats. Make a little bit more spacious, you know? We'll Mm -hmm. charge, like, you know, a good price. Exactly. The idea, though, is that you're not going to pay an exorbitant price and have, you know, no leg room and and stiff seats like you do in a regular Greyhound. So, this be a little bit more, uh, you know, comfortable. Yeah, and I mean, the bus doesn't even really have to go anywhere as far as a destination. You could take a bus ride from Salem. You could just sit in a parking lot and you could watch a movie. Matter of fact, we'll put the movie on the screen outside the bus. (laughs) Excuse me. You just watch it through the windows. And on your left, we have the movie Sahara, starring Matthew McConaughey. And on the right... No, 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 no. Instead of... It would be a 4D deal. Because you'd have, you know, a 3D movie. And then the bus would be moving. Who? This is like a ride at Disneyland you're describing. Yes. 4D, huh? Yeah, that's what they call it, apparently. You know, you're watching a racing movie and the bus is going side to side and hitting bumps and that's How about we make a movie where... (laughs) You're riding on a bus. (laughs) No, no. I meant to say we'll make a theater where the the screens are the windows on the bus. And the movie that's always playing is the movie Speed. Have you seen Speed? Where the runaway bus... (laughs) Or the new movie about a guy stealing a bus. <laughs> this is better, though. You're on it, and and people come on, and there's always going to be an actor inside the bus that looks like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> so, and it's like bus, fi- so it's bus like five D. Like, you're interacting. You you're interacting oh my with God. characters five D. And you and the bus is going to be That's rocking crazy. and turning. The bus can't go slower than fifty five, but you're not going anywhere. It's virtual reality windows, yes, and outside yes. you see cars like whizzing past you, and you feel the bus doing all this like stuff. And then the whizzing. climax of the movie, yeah. And then at the climax of the movie is when they get on the part of the freeway that isn't completed, and they make the jump. They do the a jump. And that's the climax. And you're sitting there, and they're like, we gotta do this. Everybody get down. And you're just like, ah! 
And it's a two-hour, like, amusement park ride movie. <laughs> and it's speed. It's always speed. Oh, my God. And then, once we've made enough money off speed, we can do Con Air. Yes. Con Air. Oh. Or Air Force One, I guess. I'm thinking once we make enough money off speed, we can make some money off cocaine. <laughs> cocaine is speed, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know the difference between all the drug lingo. I, I'm but this actually either. is... Actually, it's not a very good idea, but I was going to say it's a good idea. <laughs> I know. I'm sitting here talking about it like genius, and then I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> I have the same thought. Like, people aren't going to go on a bus to watch a movie. <laughs> but if it's a ride, like an amusement park ride, dude, we like can put it out have? in front of every Walmart. <laughs> Charge $5 That a would ticket. be the market for it. <laughs> Like, especially, like, when those, like, weird carnival things go to the Walmart parking lots. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually food for less, but... Um, uh, yeah. Sean Connery. Damn, what was I going to talk about? Was it movie bus? <laughs> We've had some good ideas and some not so good ideas. That was not a very good idea. Whoops. <laughs> oh, this Terry Porter man. Straight to the head. Um Well, where does movie bus rank on <laughs> on the good idea spectrum? We've had some good ideas. And I can't there was one where we got our wives involved. They're like, Yeah, that's stupid. Well we had the one that was like the folding um Which doll car doll. Dusty already made. Which is bullshit. I don't believe I, him. He showed me a picture. He made it. Bullshit. <laughs> well, fine. Why aren't we mass producing it? I don't know. I think it's a great idea. I do too. What was the other one? There was another really good one. Have you seen the uh, towing packages for the old Beatles that go on top? And then it's like a weird like fifth wheel attachment. And they have like the trailers. Like yeah, camper yeah, yeah. truck, and you park on top of it, and you can like drive the car in circles. Those are like awesome. underneath. Yeah, it looks so cool. Those are really cool. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Huh, John needs one of these." <laughs> I forgot where I saw that, but I saw that when I had the Volkswagen. I was like, "That's what I need right there." Yep. Because I mean, think about it. To back it into a spot, you just turn the car around and push it in. Yeah, which I thought was genius. Uh, <laughs> Because that's the hardest part about, like, those trailers is backing them. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not very good at backing trailers. All right, the movie went from Kenya, now we're in London, and it's just raining. So, London sucks. Which, I guess it rains quite a bit in London. Yeah, that's what I heard. Never been myself. Me neither. Um... I was going to jokingly ask you when I was on the phone if you wanted me to stop by a dispensary on the way here. <laughs> it always makes me paranoid, though. Like, I don't like talking about it on the phone. like <laughs> Or, like, I, mentioning it, it in yeah. text. Like, even as a joke, you know? I know what you mean. It For so long, it was something that was... If you do that, you're terrible. You know, it's weird because I, I was talking with someone about this the other day, but it's really strange that we were... I mean, I believed it wholeheartedly that it was really bad for you in high school. 
you know, because that's what the school teaches you. And we're talking about marijuana here, folks. Yes. <laughs> uh, dispensary. Uh, marijuana is legal in Oregon now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I believed, you know, when the high school had said, oh, yeah, it's deadly. You can overdose and die. People do all the time. I believed him. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, way later when, you know, somebody was like, yeah, but that's not really what happens. And I'm like, you're dumb. And they're like, no. <laughs> Actually. They're like, not everything a school teaches you is true. Like, think about other shit that they've tried to teach you that you knew was wrong or whatever. Yeah, and I was that's like, true. Oh, that's all of a sudden it like put into perspective, you know? I mean, I still wasn't like into it or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never smoked before. Yeah, but, uh, oops. I just got that. What? The the leader in this movie, he wants to be called M. Oh, uh, like James Bond? Yeah. I'm starting to think. It's a James Bond spoof. Well, this movie is really a spoof on a lot of different things. Is it a spoof, really? Like spoof Well, not not a spoof, but it's it just a, kinda has like homage. an homage. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, Captain Nemo. Is that Captain Nemo? That's what he's calling and then the first mate on the ship, he said, call me Ishmael. Really? Yeah. There's a vampire in it. There's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the Invisible Man. I think really? A werewolf. Yeah. It's like a... It's like a literary conglomeration. Exactly. Well, who's he supposed to be? James Bond? James Bond, I guess. I mean, I guess the stereotypical, you know, African trophy hunter. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, kind of looks like Teddy Roosevelt actually. The fact that he put his glasses on like right before he shot that guy. Yeah, could be onto something there. <clears throat> Man, why is that glitching out like that? Stupid computer. Is it recording? Yeah. I mean, when we talk, you know, you see it. It does, come but up. It's, it's, just, it's freaking me out too. I have six hundred hours of disk space left, so it's not disk space. Yeah, it's just <laughs> lagging for some reason. I mean, it's not like we're overloading it. No, we're not. But hang on. All right, probably problem solved. Thank you for bearing with us. Probably problem. Probably problem. Probably problem. Blah blah blah. Maybe this is uh, Whistler from Blade. He's immortal. He doesn't tell Blade that he's... (laughs) (laughs) They're connected. Well, it's the same director. Yeah? Same type deal, you know? He helps out uh, guys that have, like, superpowers. Not superpowers, but you know what I mean? Oh, God, he just punched an invisible man. There's nothing dumber than invisible people. I disagree. When I was a kid, I watched some stupid t- movie that was on TV about an invisible person, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Dumb. No, I think it's a great, great idea. Look, it's just a face. Dumb. No. Awesome. You ever watch Hollow Man? That might be the one I'm thinking of. The one that I watched when I was a kid. Is that like an 80s or 90s movie? 
Yeah, it's like 90s. It's like a horror movie, and he becomes invisible, and he, like, kills people or no, something. No, that's, that wasn't the one I watched. And he wears, like, the bandanas around his face so people can see him. Mm. And then he's, like, trying to kill someone, and then he's, like, hiding, and it starts raining, and they can see him in the rain. Oh, because of water. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's invisible, not a ghost. Dumb. I know, how silly of me. Yeah. You're dumb. So, you know, what character is she? <clears throat> She's the obligatory female <laughs> eye candy love interest for the stallion main character. And for all the men to gawk at. Yeah. You're right. If I remember correctly, I think she's supposed to be like the vampire's wife or something. Oh, and that car. Dumb. No, that car is freaking awesome. Seriously. Would you drive that? Yeah. Really? Yes, look at that thing. See? I would totally drive that. You're telling me you wouldn't? Just look at that. It's dumb. There's a few concept cars like that that have two front wheels. How do you think it handles? And amazingly stable. It's probably stable, but... No, they seriously made some cars that had two front wheels. <clears throat> Did you ever they see just the old cars back in the day? At different angles. Did you ever see the old cars back in the day that were three wheeled and they could just like U turn like on a dime? Is like thinking like a Reliant Robin? I don't know. Had I don't know what they're called. Two wheeled in the back. Yeah, was it two? Well, well, I think the one I'm thinking of it was one wheel in the back and two in the front. Oh and yeah, the yeah, steering yeah, yeah. wheel, like the the wheel that steered, was in the back. And so you could go and just be like, and you could like do these crazy, like weird U-turns. Like people, they'd be like, oh, here's a parallel spot on the other side of the street. And they would go and they'd just be like, they'd go and they'd be like driving like this. And then they would be like, and they just like, it wasn't even like a, how you would have to do it. Like come in really wide. Like they were just like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I believe it. I mean, it handled amazingly. Yeah. But. You know, then the uh, oil industry uh, wanted to sell four tires for every car. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't know if that... I mean, that probably is true. Yeah, yeah the sad part is it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the truth of that, how sad that is. Oh, did you see that? What? There was a movie poster for the movie. You want me to show you? Or do you no, believe me? I believe you. And it was in like the style been... of like an old play. Like a, like oh, a so it's not a movie poster. Well, no, but it says oh. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Why did Alan I Moore. tell the world that I believed you? <laughs> I'm going back. Don't go no, back. I'm going back. I'm going to punch you in your left nut. <laughs> Fine, but then you have to fast forward back. <laughs> the viewer's lost now. They don't know where we are. Oh, I f- we forgot to tell them when we press play. <laughs> well, we're definitely in the movie now, guys. You see that? An evening with extraordinary entertainment. Okay. Written by Alan Moore. Yeah. And Ke- Kevin O'Neill's the other writer. <coughs> See, I told you. You were right, John. Partially. Can't believe I ever doubted you. Yeah, me neither. Don't let it happen again. You wouldn't drive that. No, looks dumb. It has like a semi engine. Well, it's right. not necessary at all. But it would sound. What awesome. mileage does it get? 
Maybe one? (laughs) (laughs) How did they fit all those people in there? It's a huge car. No. Did you see the size of that hood? Yeah, the hood can't be like where people (laughs) sit. (laughs) You just cram them in there. It's like a little trunk space. Well, I mean, the cab of that It's like below deck on a boat. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's a land yacht. Okay, who's Dorian Gray? Is that a character you're familiar with? Dorian Gray? Yeah. Is that this guy's name? Yeah. God dang. Maybe we should have done some research before this. Because <laughs> I don't know anything about this. Dorian Gray. The Picture of Dorian Gray is a philosophical novel by Oscar Wilde. Okay, that makes sense because this guy... Spoiler. Not that anyone really cares about this movie. This guy has a picture of himself that ages, but he doesn't. And I think That would it, be... Yeah, that would make sense then, yeah. wouldn't it? Well, let's do what we should have done before. <laughs> Google this movie. <laughs> and there's another character that we haven't seen yet that's like a vampire hunter, like a Van Helsing type character. This movie is made in similar vein, I think, as Van Helsing. Which is a good movie, by the way. Yeah, the one with Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's alright. It's not a great movie. Elements of Volume 1 were used in a loosely adapted feature film. The film opened number two at the box office, but was met with negative responses. That's why we're watching it. Uh, the it's resemblance it bared to the comic book resulted in Alan Moore's departing from involvement with Hollywood. A reboot was announced in May 2015. They'll reboot anything, won't they? Yep, that's true. Really scraping the bottom of the barrel if they remake this. Um... Volume 2 of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen has an extensive appendix, most of which is filled with an imaginary traveler's account. Hey, didn't account. you have yours your, your removed? Yeah, mine's not extensive anymore. <laughs> uh, imaginary traveler's account Sorry. of an alternate universe the League is set in called The New Traveler's Almanac. Hmm. Um, hmm. Oh, he knows he's there. Yep. the bulky machine guns here's the main bad guy isn't that crazy look at him wow silly metal mask i heard there was like a lot of controversy like sean connery like didn't want to do this or he had no idea what was happening like the whole time or something like that <laughs> he thought it was gonna this be guy's name is phantom oh yeah yeah that's the coolest villain name isn't it oh god i want to hurt myself like the phantom of the opera get it I think that's what he said, too, because when he looked, showed him the picture of the Phantom, he said, and he said, this is a mask he always wears. And he's like, how very operatic. (laughs) Is this this movie like one big homage to like entertainment? (laughs) It's just stealing ideas from everyone else. Okay, here's what happened. So Sean Connery was offered roles in The Matrix and in The Lord of the Rings, but he didn't understand the scripts. But they were huge successes, so when offered another screenplay he didn't quite get, he took it. <laughs> Which was this one. 
Poor guy. Uh, no, I've heard Sean Connery's kind of a jerk, actually. See, who's this guy? Tom Sawyer. What? I don't know. There's some character in this called Tom Sawyer I'm reading. Probably that guy. He's a young guy. Uh, apparently Connery impersonations were considered a no-no on the set. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny to hear. <laughs> There's a uh, one actress, or yeah, I guess, who... Was supposed to do a Connery impression and she was nervous because it was considered a no-no. Uh, she called Connery before the scene and offered not to do it, but he insisted. And afterwards she asked him what he thought and he replied, you were great. She was taken back and asked if he really meant it. And he said, yeah, it's terrible. It's the worst impersonation I've ever heard and it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently the director of this movie had such a hard time with this film that he announced he would never direct another film again. And as of 2015, he still hasn't. Seriously? Yeah. So he directed Blade, then he directed this, and it sucks so much <laughs> that he quit. Yeah, he said. Uh, he said he just didn't like the studio supervision and the extremely large crews. Hmm. Well, that's what happens when you're trying to make an epic film, I guess. Uh. Yeah, apparently Nemo is Captain Nemo. Uh-huh. From 20,000. Leagues under the sea. Nemo is a Latin word which means nameless or nobody. In the graphic novel, when people ask him his name, he often replies, I am no one. I get that. Sean Connery had a particularly bad relationship with the director. Uh, the director didn't attend the opening party, and when Connery asked where he was, he is said to have replied, check the local asylum. <laughs> Serious? Yeah. So it doesn't sound like he got along with him real well. All of the characters, except for the Invisible Man, have fallen into public domain, which means that anybody can write about them. Uh -oh. Apart from the 19th century... Characters used in the film, this goes for some Golden Age comic book characters. Interesting. Huh, that's why it's like a conglomeration. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. Don't know why I didn't think about that before. Uh, it takes place in an alternate universe where technology is more advanced. Uh, we see Captain Nemo's crew using sonar, and Nemo often refers to solar power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and someone's named Mr. Q. And who's that guy? Like, as which actor? Who actor is that? Wait a minute. Who's this actress here? Oh, which guy? That guy. No he, idea. He looks familiar, doesn't he? No idea. Okay. I don't recognize anybody so far except for Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. Then again, isn't that the point of Cinnamon? Yep, just about. Yep, she's the vampire. Oh, no wonder Blade guy wanted to direct this. It looks straight out of Blade. They're just, like, watching. Wouldn't they be like, this is an abomination to humanity? Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Extraordinary. 
I don't understand how this movie did so well. I remember it came out. I was in middle school and people just obsessed over it. Oh, really? I have only seen the movie once other than this. And I thought it was just so bad. I didn't, I didn't really understand it. Well, I I bought it because I thought it looked really cool. And I was young while I bought it and I watched it quite a bit. Well, that's, you know, probably the same time I would have been watching it. Yeah. Um... It just looked like a Van Helsing kind of movie, you know, really epic shots, really cool fight scenes. And when I was a kid, there was nothing better than, like, you know, the getting your team together movies, right? Like, I love that sort of stuff. Like, Ocean's Eleven, Gone in 60 Seconds, right? Like, it's it's one of the big um, tropes used in heist movies where you get your team together and everybody has, like, a specialty yeah, exactly. You know, and it's I like, enjoy that. Yeah, I, I loved those when I was a kid. That was like my f- my f- favorite thing in movies. You know, when you get to see everybody assemble one by one, and then they go do something badass. Mm-hmm. So that's why I thought I would like this too. But um, it kind of sucks. I think this is Tom Sawyer here. Yeah. That, that. Oh, I know why why he looks familiar. There was a character named Companion Bond, British intelligence director, who was supposed to appear. Uh, the character was dropped. He was supposed to be played by Roger Moore. <laughs> Companion Bond, British intelligence director. Oh my gosh. <coughs> uh, but the character didn't make it into uh, the movie. Thank God, because that would have sucked. Uh, the guy who played Nemo apparently trained with a karate master so that he could do much of his own uh, fighting in the movies. That's one heck of a name, though. The guy who played Nemo? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Uh, Nasirudin Shah. Nasirudin? Nasirudin? Nasirudin. I don't know. I hate butchering Indian names. I always feel really bad about it. Look at his dad's name. Imodin. Imadudin. Imadudin. A portrait seen okay, in the here, background. Here we see his boat. The Nautilus. Apparently, there's a portrait in the background, uh, probably of when they, uh, in that one place where you first meet the Invisible Man. That it's supposed to be of a previous League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh yeah, I kind of. There was a few pictures there. Well, it looks like there's a bunch of people. The Sword of the Ocean. They're going from London to Paris. Isn't that just across the Channel? Yeah. Well, Paris is a little bit inland. So, I know, is it? <clears throat> up the river, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that's actually, I think in the year 900, uh, like, I don't know why, but <clears throat> people, like, never believed me about this because I said that, because uh, <clears throat> they had said, like, Paris had never been, like, really under siege before or, like, invaded. I mean, well, uh, you know. Mm hmm. <clears throat> they surrendered in World War One and Two, didn't they? So uh, oh, in World War Two, they surrendered so that 
you know, none of their buildings or anything were destroyed. But uh, I, in the year 900, not the year 900, but in the 900s, rather, uh, Vikings came up the river and sieged Paris for, yeah. like, months. I think I remember. Months and months. about that and something. And uh, Paris, at the time, was on an island in the middle of the river. Oh, and they just kept on building, building, Yeah, they just building. Kept, kept building out. Yeah. And at the time, it was just the island. So, like, the Vikings just, like, brought their boats and surrounded the island, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I know why that guy looks familiar. He was in a walk to remember. Uh, so. Yep, I just said that. Nice. You like a walk to remember? Yeah, it actually is a pretty good movie. Yeah. No, it is. You're gay, but <laughs> just kidding. That's not fair to gay people who like a walk to remember. No. Uh, apparently the guy who plays that other shooter human guy, uh, Tom Sawyer, yeah, he was embarrassed because the gun was too heavy for him sometimes. And, and when he's holding the gun and shooting, like he, his arms can be seen shaking <laughs> and he was like, damn dude, Sean Connery was 72 when they filmed this movie and his, like, he had no problem. Old man strength, dude, old man strength. Yeah. And that's the scene you're talking about right there. No idea. Where she had to do the Sean Connery impression. Oh. Yeah, you must be right. Of course. So she's a chemist vampire? Or Is vampire there any other chemist? kind? <laughs> of what? Chemists or vampires? Both. <laughs> Both. If you're one, you gotta be the other. I don't understand, like, why he has white makeup. If he's, like, fighting people and doing a mission, like, why not just wear the sunglasses? Who is this guy? The Hulk? No. It's Dr. Jekyll? No, that's Mr. Hyde. Oh. I really like the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. There was a movie made in, like, the 20s or 30s about it that was actually pretty good. Oh, I bet. Was it as good as this? Better. Look how dumb that looks. Yeah. That is terrible looking. Oh, you just wait. This movie will exceed your expectations. <clears throat> so Mr. By Hyde exceed, is like, I mean de-exceed. Mr. Hyde is like this big Hulk looking guy. He just looks like an orangutan. He looks stupid. Yeah. It looks like a suit, like a bodysuit that they're just like zoomed in on. Yeah. Or yeah, put him in a small With room. a regular size head. Yeah. Lame. Mm-hmm. He agrees that easily. Is he returning to normal size? I think so. Or released. What? Yeah, he is. That looks pretty cool, though, right there. That's probably the first cool thing. Well, that little <laughs> last snap at cut there was pretty weak, but they're showing him <clears throat> returning to normal size from being like this Hulk thing and like really grotesque looking all kind of messed up like the bad guy, the like guy who betrayed them in 300, you know, he's like all twisted up one giant arm and oh, jacked up shoulder. Now he looks like a normal guy and he's he got no clothes. Dr. Jekyll. Or, yeah. 
Oh, they're the same person. You didn't know that? I didn't know. Yeah, the 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 whole point of the story <clears throat> is kind of the duality of man. You know, good side and oh. evil side. And Doctor Jekyll figures out how to let his Mister Hyde side out at night, but eventually they become the same person. Oh wow! Damn, dude. It's one of the few books I've read. It's like ninety pages. <laughs> what? It's one of the few books I've read. It's only like 90 pages. Oh, is it? It's pretty short, yeah. Why does the ship look like that? Like, why does everything that Nemo have look really long and... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Figured it out. I mean, what a dumb looking submarine. I think that looks cool. There's a deck on it. The patio furniture is a little much. Well, a lot of submarines, they have decks on them. Yeah, I know. Okay. But the right. deck just looks nothing like the rest of that submarine looked no, like. No, you're right. It's like not even the same set. The probably. submarine was like polished white stainless yeah, steel. Like... The deck is like grungy gray. Yeah. it That looks like a real submarine. Or it looks like the deck on like the Space Needle or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. He's got his gun. What's he going to do with that in the middle of nowhere? So, heavy lifting. Yeah, I think uh, me and Taylor next uh, next weekend are going to make a short film. Really? Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm pretty excited about it, actually. We uh, yeah. we've sort of been uh, kind of collaborating and brainstorming over the last week, and uh, we got like kind of a rough draft drawn up and. We're gonna like write the script, and then we're going to uh, take the whole weekend, and in one weekend we're gonna uh, we're gonna finalize the script. Then we're gonna shoot and edit all in one weekend, hopefully. So that's cool. Yeah, I look forward to seeing that. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. I'm <coughs> excited about like a lot of the. It's funny because when we first started talking about it, we had like that's, zero. Sorry, that CG is so bad. Oh, it's terrible, dude. Oh, look under the water. <laughs> Let's add some legitimacy to this. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of fun because we started like literally it was like, well, what are we going to do it about? And then we started throwing out some ideas and just brainstormed cool things. And now I think we have a really, really solid uh, idea. So Good. Uh, we'll see how it turns out, though. Um, I've never made a film before. I've never really shot anything other than like putting a camera up and playing music, you know? Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to the uh, experience of it all. And uh, when we get it finalized, you'll have to check it out. For sure. We can do a cinnamon on it. (laughs) That'd be pretty meta. I told Taylor, I said, uh, I said, when we do it, you should, you should come podcast with me and John and, and uh, we can just like talk about, you know, our movie and what we did, and then just talk about other movies and shit. Like, we don't even have to watch anything else. Uh, the Nautilus is pretty cool on the inside. Did the movie just switch to f- full screen? Yeah. Was it widescreen earlier? I think it was, wasn't it? Uh, I thought so, too. And then uh, it cut to black, and they drew yellow lines on there, and yeah. it full screen. Why did that happen? <laughs> I, I hate full screen. <laughs> Looks yeah. so stupid. It looks terrible. Is there a button money? Sorry. <laughs> I can't even enjoy a crappy movie. I can... thought this would be perfect. 
I was wrong. <laughs> You're gonna zoom? You're gonna cut? Oh, oh. that's not gonna work. I know I hate people who like don't like full screen, so they just like zoom it, and then you like can't see shit, and it's like you're so old. <laughs> just zoom it in all the way, dude. Let's have some fun with this. <laughs> it looks so bad now. Some people actually watch stuff like that. <laughs> Isn't it hard to watch? Oh, it's terrible. We're missing so much. I can move it too. <laughs> Gotta get it to the top right corner. <laughs> That's where all the action is. Look, we got some of the right border. <laughs> Dude. It's so stupid. It's st- <laughs> Why is this funny? Because it's so stupid. Because it switched from widescreen to full screen. Dude, I like Zoom. Can you zoom more? No, I oh, wish. Only I know. I want to get it like percent. size of one pixel. It would be so fun to zoom <laughs> into like a tenth of the screen yeah. size. It's either white or black. It's funny how amazingly different it looks just zooming alone. How does he have bullets for this? <laughs> it's crazy how old the movie looks now. Like, when you're zoomed in all the way, it looks yeah. so dated. Really, really grainy. <sighs> That's stupid. Uh, I mean, it was widescreen before, right? I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it Because I would have remembered that. I've yeah. tried to watch them. Like, we have Lord of the Rings, but it's in full screen. I tried what? to watch it. Yeah, I know. It's an old, old, old copy. I was like, no, I can't even watch this. I've been in a Lord of the Rings mood lately. I have yet to actually sit down and watch all of them. I mean, I've watched bits and pieces of most of them. What? Yeah. Damn, dude. Like, you want to get you want to have something to get drunk with Dustin with? Let's watch all three of the extended editions <laughs> at once. <laughs> I'd be down. It's like thirteen hours. Maybe not extended. <laughs> it's the only way to watch Lord of the Rings, dude. Do they really add that much? It's pretty cool. There's a lot of better... Like, I mean, I guess we'll have to watch all of the theatrical releases and then watch the extended so you know. What I've wanted to do is... I mean, it adds like two hours... get two TVs. And two DVD players. And and one back-to-back. Side-by-side. Did you... uh, I guess you're not on Facebook, but uh, the other day I watched all six uh, Star Wars movies uh, overlapped on each other. In one day? What do you mean overlap? All six Star Wars movie overlapped on top of each other. I watched them at the same time. How did you do that? Somebody put it on YouTube. They like synced them up and then they like made them sort of like transparent so that you can see all six movies at the same time. And, and all, all six audio. Yeah. Did it make any kind of sense? Yeah. Actually, it was kind of, a, kind of cool. How do you find it? What is it called? Uh, good question. Because um, that is kind of cool. Do that with all the 24 Bond movies. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be another level of madness. All, oh, whoops, all Star Wars movies at once. All yeah, I found Star it. Wa- uh, you got it? Holy crap. 
Oh, yes. Here it goes. Oh, stupid ads. I know. Yeah, I uh, I did. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> did you? Yeah. I had it. Well, it was more like it was on in the background, you know. This is the scene where his hands are shaking, apparently. You can yeah. see it shaking in the back. Yeah. You see that? Well, that's a huge gun, too. It sounds like wrinkled audio tape. Isn't that awesome? That actually is kind of cool. It's cool to see how they all sync up exactly. Like, see, this is, I really like this. So, you know, it starts at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, the crawl starts. And it's like crazy because you can see the difference in color in some of them. Like, it's not the exact same color. And, stars. and the pace is different too for some of these. Like, look, there it is a period of civil war, and then it's like boom. I was, I, you've probably seen them, but a series of YouTube videos where they talk about the different releases of the original trilogy and the different changes they made, and they changed like the speed of the crawl. Some of the words changed, like to the VHS, the DVD, the Blu-ray. Yeah, it's interesting. It is. It, it's. That's awesome. That, that is really cool. We should do this for Cinema. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I mean, we should like do a whole episode just dedicated to watching this. I this mean, it gets really pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it gets a little more trippy when it's not just black background, you know. Like that? Yeah. Like there's explosions happening okay. and X-Wings. Oh, Hoth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's Hoth. And then there's a corridor. C-3PO. Yeah. I'm not sure how they determine like I, which one is more dominant. Well, I think it would be just the one that has more of a, a flat color. Because, I mean, like that one, it was Hoth. Yeah. That's it's Tatooine. Yeah. The, I mean, he's right in the middle there. That's yeah. Hoth when he's rescued from the the Wampa or whatever. Mm-hmm. It sounds like <laughs> absolute chaos. It's just gibberish. <laughs> The audio is hilarious. <laughs> All I heard is it got silent and it's like, Whee! whoops, <laughs> totally destroyed the recording. <laughs> is this all six or is it, I wonder if this is just the originals. I don't see well, any tr- of episode I know, one. I'm trying to see. But it definitely looked more than like, it looked like more than three crawls, right? Like that looked like six crawls. Yeah. This is amazing. Isn't this episode two or three? Well, you can't tell now. Well, see where there there's the buildings and they're like flying. Isn't that episode three? Three? Isn't that where they're chasing that bounty hunter? Uh, God, maybe. Oh yeah, it definitely looks like Coruscant. Yeah, but that's not in three. That's like episode two or something. Is it two? There was Han frozen in carbonate. Uh, what was cool though is somebody actually like reviewed it, uh, and they talked about like see how that pretty that looks like mm-hmm. overlay. Like they talked about how cool it is. That when is pretty cool. They talked. Yeah, about, that's definitely like super Anakin artsy. And Padme. Yeah. yeah, and it's cool when you line it up and they're saying um, 
sometimes like the like the stuff that lines up on all of them at the same time it's just crazy like uh they took they did a bunch of screenshots of mm-hmm. like certain picture you know certain frames and it's like there was one of god oh like there's one of like anakin like looking up from the fires yeah, of mustafar episode two. yeah there's one of Anakin looking up from the fires of Mustafar, and yeah. it, it like might be right around the same time that Darth Vader is unmasked, and it's just like whoa, like it's just crazy that they line up. Yeah, see, there's little Annie, that guy. Who's that? Uh I forget the planet. Oh yeah, but it's Clone Wars. Okay. No, is it three? Attack of the Clone or Revenge of the Sith? I can't remember. And then there's Tatooine. There That's definitely. And then there's Leia. It's just crazy. This is crazy. Crank it, dude. Crank it. The audio was awesome. <laughs> Hold it up to the mic. And it's cool how certain... Like, there was... Oh, here's a pod racing scene. Yeah. That is pretty cool. It's just chaos. Like, it's so cool. Well, I mean, like... Where how the voice how how the dialogue it's staggered so there was like there's Obi Wan yeah there was Luke there's Annie there's Padme there was Leia uh, skip for the like closer to the end if you don't mind yeah see now some of them are still going while there's oh, credits yeah. rolling too yeah they, there's uh, Count Dooku flying around that's Han Solo saying woohoo. That is really cool. Oh, they're on Endor? Yeah. Oh, God, it's so hard There's to watch. There's Jar Jar. I should make my sister watch this. There you go. <laughs> Here, you're going to watch time. all six Star Wars at once. Yeah, could you imagine someone's like mind when you're like, yeah, we're going to watch all the Star Wars, and like, all right, I guess, and they think it's going to take all day, and you just blast them all at once. It's like... It reminds me of like the conditioning stuff in uh, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. You just like fasten their eyes open, <laughs> and you just like inundate them with Star Wars well, for I two mean, hours. How was it? you watched the whole thing? How was it watching all two hours and two and a half hours? Uh, I just felt like was it just chaos? Yeah, I mean that's what it felt like to me. I mean like. it didn't. It's not like I was like, wow, the artistic direction. This is a film. This is art. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was yeah. just I was watching it just to see what it was like. You know. Because somebody did an in-depth review, you know, like moment by moment, scene by scene, of like all the lineups and stuff like that. And I got interested in it, so well, I had nothing to do, so I just put it on TV and while I was tooling around, you know. And yeah. I mean, it is kind of cool. She did that with Lord of the Rings. Is that what you said? Uh, Yeah, that's how we got on to that, okay. I think. Just both the old and the new trilogy. Isn't there a new one? Oh, I guess The Hobbit, yeah. Didn't they make it a trilogy? Yeah, they did, which was dumb. I, but, well, uh, I've only seen part of the first one. Of The Hobbit? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings is... I mean, I liked Lord of the Rings way more than I liked The Hobbit. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and the extended editions, like I said, you know, it, you were saying, do they really add that much more? And it's like, yeah, I mean, two hours of footage on each one. I was just kind of kidding, because, I mean, I... From what I've heard, that's like the one series where the extended really does add stuff. Some of the extended versions of some stuff, it's kind of like, 
You know, I per- I prefer the extended like director's cuts for almost all of Ridley Scott's films. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, we probably talked about this on the podcast before, but, like, the director's cut of, like, Kingdom of Heaven mm. versus the theatrical release. So many more things are just made obvious. Like, people's relations to each other. Oh, like, yeah. I've seen a few of those. Yeah, it's true. Blade Runner, the director's cut, was way better. I mean, it's just, there's so many. I haven't seen Blade Runner. Ridley Scott, for whatever reason, the studios just, like, eviscerate his movies. I mean, and they're always successful either way, but it's just like to see what he envisioned the movie as and then to see what made it to theaters is just like, why didn't you just send this to theaters first? Yeah. Because just like a lot of companies, they're ran by dinosaurs. Yeah, they are. Pretty much. So one thing I learned from the training I was at in Yuma last week. In Yuma? In Yuma last week, yeah, is uh, we are part of Generation Y, W H Y. We question just about everything. Are we? Is that really what we're called? Uh, apparently, that's what this guy said. He doesn't have any authority to say that, but I always kind of figured we were millennials. Yeah, well, I mean, I think yeah, that, millenni- that, 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 that's what I mean. It's interesting though because. I've always heard a few things like millennials are younger than us, but I've also heard millennials are actually older than us. I think we're millennials. I think we are too. I mean, we were grew I, up with the internet being a common thing. Exactly. Like we remember the housing crisis. <laughs> Have you seen The Big Short? No. Oh, it's good. What's The Big Short? It's the movie with uh, Steve Carell. There's a handful of other people. In oh, it. it's, a, it's talking about the housing crisis. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. The bubble. Oh, good thing their topless car is going to save them from these falling buildings. It's a semi-car. It'll do whatever they want. And that's it for this half of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen on this uh, week's episode of Cineman. Uh, make sure you tune back in next week. And as always, you can get a hold of us uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. You can email us. Uh, now we got a special dedicated email address. It's uh, cineman at airpodcast.com. You can also tweet us at cineman spice um, and call us at uh, 657-888-3835. Until then. Until then.